It's that time again, the annual birthday episode. I say this like I've been doing this for years, but literally it's only my second time doing a birthday episode. When you're listening to this, I will have just turned 23, which is crazy. I'm still recording this as a 22-year-old, but in two days, I'm turning 23, my last year in my early 20s, which is actually crazy. It's crazy enough that it's already November and like mid-November at that. I can't really process that. But I love November and December. I feel like they are such cozy months. Kind of before, you know, shit hits the fan with like, New Year's, let's grind. Like November and December are so cozy because I feel like everyone kind of just lets go a little bit. And the holidays are just really fun. I also just, I don't know, it's kind of fun to lean into that, get into the spirit a little bit. And also now November is the month that I hit my anniversary like my yearly anniversary with Micah which is super cool so that's coming up too which I'm really excited about of us officially a year of us officially being boyfriend and girlfriend time freaking flies it's crazy but I wanted to do this sort of birthday themed episode talk about a lot of different things what I'm excited for also reflect on this past year I think reflection is really important it's kind of just a nice time to like check in with yourself every time that you age a new year which is really, I don't know, it's just a good excuse to kind of look back, see what you liked, what you didn't like, and what you're looking forward to, make some goals or just not. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's a good time whenever your birthday comes around to kind of just check in with yourself. Back in the day, every year, I used to do this thing where on my YouTube channel, I would do like 15 things I learned at 15 or 16 things I learned at 16 and so on and so forth. I think I did that for like four or five years it was a tradition and I would really appreciate if you didn't go back and looked for those videos because I'm pretty sure I didn't private them. I've privated quite a few videos recently, just, you know, but you can't get them all. And also it's part of my come up. I think it's kind of funny to see what I was saying and what I was doing, even though it makes me internally just want to sit naked on a hot grill. Like I would rather do that than perceive myself especially in front of other people like it's one thing when I'm doing in the privacy of being with myself and being alone but when other people start pulling up my old shit in front of me that crosses the line and those those are fighting words like if you want to get punched in the face do that and if you don't don't do that do it on your own but like uh, I mean see now that I brought it to your consciousness you're probably like "Ooh, what are these videos about I can just tell you right now I would make these videos and usually would, I would try to make it like the cinematic masterpiece and I would just add voiceover on top of it and get these really dramatic dreamy looking clips at the time I thought I was eating with this and you know what I think at the time that I was doing it it had its moment and it was very appreciated I mean the videos you guys liked the videos back in the day <laughs> but like I just wouldn't do something like that now but I don't know. I just think it's cute that I used to do that because I would get really philosophical for no reason as if, you know, I had all these really thought provoking thoughts early on into my teenagehood. Maybe I did. I don't know. I also, though, sometimes would just look up good quotes and good advice to sprinkle in because it was hard, especially I was as I was getting older, having to come up with 17 things that I learned. I'm like, OK, Google's going to help me with this one for sure. Like this resonates enough. I'll just, you know, take it on as my own, but I'm not doing that. I'm not going to do 22 things I learned at 22 because that's just doing a little bit too much. I'll definitely hop into some of the lessons that I learned and things that I experienced that I want to share, 
But yeah, I'm actually really excited to do this episode, which is kind of shocking to me because I am someone who is chronically cursed with the birthday blues. And if you've experienced it, you know what I'm talking about, obviously. But if you haven't, if you're someone who's always been excited for their birthday, it's I don't know. I used to feel this like impending doom every time a birthday would come around. I would feel like really sad. And I would also just feel like I was getting closer to like being old in like a negative way. Now I I actually do look forward to growing up. I think it's a beautiful thing. I I think it's a blessing to be able to grow up and get older, even though it has its, you know, like Achilles heels. Is that, is that the correct usage of that? I don't know. There's some, you know, there's pros and cons to everything. I love adulthood. I also hate adulthood. It's a double-edged sword. I love it. I love it more than I despise it sometimes. But anyway, periodically, every single year on my birthday, not even necessarily on my birthday, actually, it was always the night before. The night before I would turn a new age meltdown. I would freak out have an emotional mental breakdown it was not pretty and it would happen every year to a t like it wasn't just oh this certain year it was all the time especially i think the worst one i ever had was when i was 19 about to turn 20 just because i think when i was that age i looked at my 20s i i looked at me turning 20 as this like end date i don't know why because now that i'm in my 20s i feel like i have so much time ahead of me but i feel like when you're a teenager It's weird to let go of that. And then once you do let go of being a teenager and you just go full, full in to your 20s and just accept it and enjoy it, you realize that your 20s are actually really fun. And I'm sure I'll think of that about my 30s too, because right now I look at 30s and I'm like, oh, that is getting up there. But like, I thought that about my 20s and now I just feel like I have so much time ahead of me. But I also think it's a matter of perspective as well, because when you're 15, 16, 17, Of course, 20s are going to seem so old to you. But now that I'm in it, I don't feel that way at all. I feel like I'm still super young. So I think it's all a matter of perspective and what you experience. But yeah, that night before my 20th birthday was really bad. And it was also really scary. I think I have a journal entry from it. I read it a few months ago because I was looking through my old stuff. And it was really sad to read. Just reading how upset I was and all the things that were running through my head, all these anxious thoughts and things that just like filling my head with things that weren't even real. You know, just when you're an overthinker, it happens and your brain floods with all the, all these things that don't even exist. But obviously that came and went. I love being in my twenties now. I think that was the last time I really had a bad like birthday blue episode. And interestingly enough, I feel like now I don't get them as much, which is funny because I'm still like getting older, obviously, but I heard this. I forget where I heard it because it was very revolutionary to me and it kind of changed how I look at this. If you are someone who worries about getting older, you're someone who hates when you're a new age because I used to be like that too, but I saw someone say this and it really opened my eyes because I think it's so true. It is so true. I mean, it's, it's a fact. Basically what this person was saying was that When you are a new age, you still are all the other ages that you ever were. So say you're turning 20. Like, I wish I could tell my 19-year-old self this the night before my 20th birthday when I was having an absolute showdown (laughs) with my emotions. 
even though you're going to be 20, you're still 19. You're still who you are when you were 18. Like you are still all these things. You still have all those experiences, all of those years under you. You just have a new one added to it. And it's crazy how much that opened my eyes and changed my mindset about this because I look back and I think, wow, that's so true. Because even though I'm going to be 23, I'm still going to be the 22 year old who was feeling this crazy love for the first time. I'm still a 21 year old who was going out for the first time. I'm still a 20 year old who is still figuring her shit out. I'm still the 19 year old that like didn't know what she was doing. You know, you're still all of those things and all of those years are still in you and you still have those pieces of you that you were when you were that age, if that makes sense. I think I might've conveyed that in the most confusing way possible. So please accept my apology for that, but hopefully it makes sense. Now that it's the end of the year, it also means that it's holiday season, which also means it's time to start holiday shopping. I don't know about you guys, but holiday shopping can really stress me out when I wait way too long. Finding the perfect gift for your friends and family can be difficult, but that's where Uncommon Goods can help. Uncommon Goods truly has the most unique gifts for everyone on your holiday shopping list, no matter who it's for, whether you're shopping for your secret Santa, your entire family. Uncommon Goods has it all. One of the things that I love is that there are so many customizable gifts. You can customize it to the person that you're giving a gift to. It can be hard to find personalized gifts, but they have endless options. You can personalize anything from mugs, jewelry, prints, clothing, so much more. It truly just adds an extra touch of love to each gift. And you guys know I love supporting small artists and businesses where I can. And by shopping at Uncommon Goods, I do exactly that. Plus, with every purchase you make, they give back $1 to a nonprofit partner of your choice, and they've donated more than $2.5 million to date. Many of these products are often made in small batches, so so shop now before they sell out this holiday season to get 15% off your next gift. Go to uncommongoods.com slash mind. That's uncommongoods.com slash mind for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon goods, we're all out of the ordinary. That being said, it's actually really nice to look forward to a birthday and I look forward to being 23, which I never thought I'd come to this point. So it's really nice to feel that. I don't feel this impending doom anymore because that sucked. I also just feel like I used to get kind of sad around the season of my birthday because I never really did anything on it and I feel like I would just set my expectations so low because I didn't want to be disappointed. There's people who love their birthdays and I love people who love their birthdays because then I can love their birthday with them and they make it fun. Like I love that. But especially when I was a teenager, I never really had birthday parties or anything. I didn't do that. I don't know if it's because I just didn't really have the community for it and I just also didn't I don't know I just was never like that I guess so I never really looked forward to my birthday because usually when people look forward to their birthday they're looking they're lurking (laughs) they're looking forward to the activities and their parties whatever it is and I feel like I used to just get very disappointed on my birthday because I had certain expectations so I just stopped getting excited altogether and kind of lowered those I mean I always had very lucky and like blessed birthdays. You know, I would always have a family dinner, which I'm so blessed that in itself is amazing, but I'm more so talking about, you know, the people who it just seems like they have such community around them where people are like throwing them surprise parties or whatever it is. And the thing is, it's funny because I don't think I necessarily even wanted that. That's not my personality, but I think what always just sucked was the feeling of when someone asked like, Oh, what'd you do on your birthday? And I'd just be like, Oh, you know, I didn't really like do anything. I remember for my 21st, I feel like people always go big for their 21st and I didn't do anything. I think I went to like a really nice dinner, which amazing, no regrets. 
I went to Roy's. If you've been to Roy's on Oahu, you will know. Roy's has amazing food. I went to my parents. And that's what I did. Like, I didn't really do anything crazy. But I think just not really having a reason to be excited for it was a reason I would get kind of sad around the time of my birthday. And then last year happened. Last year, I was kind of like newly dating Micah for a bit. We weren't boyfriend and girlfriend yet, but we were dating and he knew this about my birthday. I had explained to him, like, I don't really do anything. I don't really want to host anything. Like, I don't want to do a part. That's not my thing. No. And he made it his mission, which I didn't know at the time, but in his head, he told me this after the fact. He's like, I wanted to make you love your birthday. My goal for your first, my first birthday with you was to make you change your mind about birthdays, about your birthday. And he did. And I wish I had vlogged that day. At the time, I was keeping that relationship super private. Like, I don't even think anyone knew I was dating someone. And so I didn't vlog. My 22nd birthday, I wish I did. I have a lot of photos and videos of it on my phone, but no vlog. He made breakfast for me. And then he surprised me with this booze cruise, which was so fun. We were gallivanting around Waikiki, drunk and tipsy. And then we went to get waffle fries. And then we listened to live music. And then he made me a home-cooked five-star Michelin dinner. That was really special. So that was like the first year that I feel like someone just went above and beyond to do something for me. And I'll forever be grateful to to him for that because going into this year, it was so weird because I was like, I think I want to plan things for my birthday. Like, let's get after it. I've never really done that before, but yeah, he really did make me learn to love my birthday. So I'm very grateful for him and the fact that he like made it his mission to do that because mission success. So anyway, my plans for this weekend, what I will say I'm so grateful to my mother for giving birth to me on a holiday on Veterans Day, 11-11. One, because 11-11, that is lucky numbers in general. So I just always love that day. And I feel like it's just the perfect day to be born. Like, amazing. Scorpio, being a Scorpio, cool, great. It has its downsides, obviously. can get a little crazy. But being born on a holiday meant every single year when I was in school, I would get the day off or we would get a three-day weekend. Hmm. And that was my biggest flex. Like I would always be off on my birthday and I'm so grateful for that. And I'm really grateful for that this year, especially because uh, Micah's off. He has a three-day weekend. And so that'll be really nice. So I'm looking forward to this three-day weekend. It already had passed when you're listening to this, but I'm excited for Friday. On Friday, just going to have a chill little pre-birthday kind of day, having a big family dinner at my parents' house. Micah's parents are going to come, which I'm really excited about. So that'll be very wholesome and nice. And then Saturday is my actual birthday. Micah has some plans. He asked me, he was like, okay, we can have a whole adventure day or we can have a whole relaxing day. You choose. I chose relaxing. So I'm excited to see what we get up to for that. And then the reason I chose relaxing was because I made plans with friends. This is unheard of. Like when I tell you I don't do this, I really don't. First of all, I don't really do huge friend group gatherings. Like I just don't. I'll go and be a part of them, but I will never plan that because it kind of overwhelms me. But I uh, am doing that. We're going out this weekend, which I'm really excited about. I invited a ton of my friends, a few of Micah's friends. So it'll be uh, quite a little squad of us. I think like 12, 13, 14. That's so many. Like I don't do shit like this, but I was like, you know what? Let's go out, have some fun. I'm so down. And then Sunday, I think, I don't know, depending how the weather is, maybe we'll like go to the beach or something, but yeah, 
that sounds like a great weekend to me. I'm so excited for it. It's really weird having plans. Like I've never done this, but I don't know. I think if anyone has ever felt the same way about their birthday, sometimes you have to go out of your way to make plans because if I didn't make these plans, I wouldn't be going out on Saturday. I wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like sometimes you just have to take the initiative to do that for yourself. So that's what's going on. And then I'm just going to be 23, which is wild. I'm actually really excited for 23. I'm excited to be taken more seriously. It's definitely a double-edged sword because the older you get, people expect more from you and expect you to act a certain way to know certain things. But I also love that the older I get, the more sure of myself I feel. And I think that comes across, which is why I get taken more seriously. And I just feel like with age, you get more comfortable with yourself because you've spent more time with yourself than ever. Like every day that you are alive, you know yourself a little bit better because you've spent that much more time with yourself. And I like that part of adulthood. I like being comfortable in my own skin, especially when so many of my teenage years consisted of me feeling confused and unsure about myself, not sure who I was, trying to figure that out and create that. There's just so much confusion when you're younger. And you know what? I'm sure when I'm 30, 40, 50, like I'm going to look back at me saying this now and be like, wow, you still didn't know shit. (laughs) You didn't know anything about yourself. But like I said, it's all about perspective. So in this moment, I feel really good about where I am and who I am. And I just think that's something that comes with age. I've always wanted that for myself, but I don't don't think it's something that you can force, especially when you're growing up. Like it just kind of happens and builds over time. It's not an overnight thing, but I am feeling really good with myself, good about myself. I have done a lot of inner work this year and I'm really proud of myself for that. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like this time of the year can bring up a lot of emotional feelings. It gets colder out, darker earlier, which can bring seasonal blues. And I feel like the holiday season in general can just bring up maybe family things that you have going on. It can bring up a lot of mixed feelings this season, but whatever it is, it's very natural to feel this way. You're not alone in that, but adding something positive like therapy can help you work through these feelings. I have definitely had my fair share of feelings around this time of year. It's exciting, but also stressful. Different things just feel a lot heavier this season. Therapy has definitely helped me personally get through uncertain times. During these times, it can feel impossible to do almost anything, but by talking to someone, it's definitely given me the tools to manage everything going on and ultimately find confidence within myself, which I feel like was the root problem of so many things. So if you're thinking about starting therapy during the season, give BetterHelp a try. Therapy shouldn't have to be a daunting task, so BetterHelp makes it easy. It's done entirely online, and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All it takes is a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. So find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com mind today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mind. So to kind of reflect on 22 on this past year, I wanted to kind of recap some of the things that I learned and some of the things that I'm proud of that, I don't know, just make me feel excited for another year because I feel like 22 is probably one of the best years that I've ever had. And on a personal level, I just feel like I've grown so much. Like I think that this past year I've grown the most I ever have in a span of a year. And that's a really good feeling. So let's recap, shall we? One of the biggest things that this is not even something I learned, but just a mindset shift that has brought me so much peace. I used to tell myself I should have known better a lot. I should have known better about this. I should have known better. That just 
is a real big mood dropper. That's one way to make yourself feel awful. I turned that into now I know better. I've learned that at this point, mistakes are inevitable. They're going to happen. It doesn't mean you're a bad person when mistakes happen. I think mistakes can be good because that's how we grow and learn about ourselves. No one ever got to where they are from being perfect. Everyone has made mistakes and that's how you learn. And sometimes the mistakes are bigger than others, but changing that self-talk to like, frick, I should have known better about this to now I know better so it won't happen again has been really, really helpful. Honestly, just changing a lot of negative self-talk, twisting it into a positive way has changed my life because first of all, the way you talk to yourself matters. You spend 24-7 with yourself. If the self-talk that you have going on in your head is negative and just getting you down, that's not going to lead to you being happy and you growing and you feeling good about yourself. So that has just been something that's really big, been really big for me is switching negative self-talk into positive and just speaking to myself nicely because you can be your biggest enemy or you can be your biggest fan and it's kind of up to you at that point. Another little mindset shift that really changed my life. I've talked about this before, but you know what? If there's one thing about me, I don't mind reiterating things a thousand times because sometimes if you just hear it at the right moment, it'll hit differently than it ever has before. And I've noticed this with podcasts that I listen to. Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, they've said this so many times. And then on a certain day, the advice just really hits. And I'm like, thank God you brought this up again. So I'm prefacing what I'm about to say with this because I've said this before, but changing the wording of this has single-handedly made me have so much more fun in my life and made me say yes to more opportunities. So instead of asking myself, what's the worst that could happen? Always just being so dooming. Is that a word? Like just always assuming the worst, thinking, oh my gosh, what if this happens in a negative way? Changing that to what's the best that could happen? What are the amazing things that could come out of this? Because chances are, I mean, you know, there's like a 50-50 chance of both. You might as well focus on the positive one and like welcome that energy into your life because if you focus on negative things, that's what you're going to attract a lot of the time. And so asking myself, what's the best that could happen instead of what's the worst has just opened the door to opportunities for me. And as someone who tends to be a chronic overthinker, I'm trying to really not identify with that anymore because I've said that so much about myself. Like, oh, I'm an overthinker. I'm an overthinker. Like, I just stopped saying that because I'm just going to keep identifying with that. But sometimes I have overthinking tendencies. I can get very anxious and worked up about things. This has just been life-changing for that reason because if I'm always being so dark with like, what's the worst that could happen? I'm going to spiral. I'm never going to be happy. And I'm always going to think about worst case scenario. Think about the best case scenario and block all the other stuff out. That has been so helpful. It's been something that I have used so many times this year when something scary is coming up or like not scary, like in a bad way, but when like a change is coming up or an opportunity and I'm kind of worried or scared about it, that advice, I forget where I heard it from. I don't know if I came up with that. I don't know if I can quite take credit for that. Maybe, I don't know, but either way, take it, use it because that for me has been game changing. Another thing that I've kind of picked up on in the recent months that I really want to take into the rest of my life is doing the hard things now so that it's easy for me later. I want to tackle things head on instead of like pushing it off so that I can enjoy later. I think this advice can be applied into so many different aspects of your life. 
if not pretty much every aspect for me when I think of doing the hard things now to make it easier for me later I think of health and wellness and business so with health I want to work hard now to be proactive about my health I want to move my body so that I'm healthy later on and so that I don't have to worry about I mean certain things are just going to happen with age that's inevitable also some things are just genetic I get that but more so in a sense of the things that I can control like being healthy and being active doing that now it's not always the easy thing to get up and work out every single day or most days or get movement into your days but I know later down the line that will be something I'm so grateful for me now doing it like future me is gonna be so grateful for present me for doing this for myself in terms of business I want to work as hard as I can now and you know still enjoy the fruits of my labor here and there but I want to work hard now so that I can enjoy and enjoy my life I think there comes a balance with everything like I don't want to I implement I implement this into my life a lot now uh I don't feel like I'm a workaholic I definitely work hard, play hard. Like I definitely value balance a lot. So you're not going to see me just not having a social life or a family life or a personal life and just working, working, working. I don't think that's healthy. Sometimes there's seasons for it. And I get that sometimes there's grind seasons and you got to do what you got to do. But I more so mean in a way of working as hard as I can now so that future me can relax and enjoy and live. That's something I've kind of picked up on recently that I really want to continue. Even on a smaller scale, I think in an episode, maybe a few episodes I talked about this, but sometimes it's so easy. You make a mess in your bedroom trying to put together an outfit and you look at it and you're like, I'll deal with this when I get back later tonight or I'll just deal with it in the morning. Say you're getting ready to go out to the club or something your makeup's everywhere, your hair stuff's everywhere. Take the extra two minutes to make your life easier. When you get home, you get to go back to a clean space. You don't have to wake up to a mess on top of like being hungover or whatever it is, not feeling good or just being tired from being out. Little things like that, doing the hard things now, like I said, it can apply to a lot of areas of life. To make it easier for yourself later is always worth it. Something I'm really proud of myself for this year is me learning to focus on what's fact and what I know is true instead of letting my anxiety and my anxious thoughts fill my head with doubt because I used to let that happen so much. I would let my head create false narratives about my relationship or my friendships or how people perceive me online, like my work. I would just make up all these things and Mike has actually helped me a lot with this. He has impacted my life so much clearly because I feel like so much of my advice I have gotten from him but anytime it's happened and I've expressed it to him how I'm feeling he has always reminded me to focus on what's real and what I know is true and the other things are made up so instead of giving those thoughts power focusing on what is true so instead of giving attention to the things that my brain has made up focusing on what I know is true And that has just helped me so much. I'm proud of myself for this because I used to be someone who, as soon as I would get a negative thought or an anxious thought, I would just run with it and I would spiral and I wouldn't know how to get myself out of it. I'm proud of myself for learning how to get myself out of these situations and headspaces. I'm not always perfect with it. I still struggle with it, but I am so much better at it now. 
which is so relieving because it was so taxing. And if you you go through this, then you know how much it plays into your head and like it just it's the worst to go through that. I would just dig and dig and dig myself into a deeper hole, but now I'm learning okay, just because I made one dig into the hole doesn't mean I need to hit rock bottom. (laughs) Like you can still turn it around. You don't have to spiral. You don't have to go to those dark places. Don't let yourself. I think in general, this year has been a big year of learning how my brain works and kind of how to hack my brain, I guess. That's been huge for me. I am the happiest I have been because of how much more aware I am of my own thoughts. Oh, I'm getting a call. Please hold. (laughs) Okay, I'm back. I need to learn to put my phone on do not disturb because I could not tell you what I was just talking about. That's probably so frustrating for you. And I'm really sorry because I do think I was on a roll with saying something, but maybe that was also a sign that I just need to like shut up (laughs) and move forward. Honestly, I feel like I could go on and on about different things that I've learned because life is always a learning lesson, but I think I'll just end it off with that. I'm really proud of myself this year for getting out of my comfort zone and doing things that were brand new to me. I got uncomfortable a lot this year and I think that attributed to so much growth, just saying yes to things and trying new things and going after these opportunities that I might have been too scared to do a few years ago. Uh, It was just such a good year for me on a personal level and on a business level, and I'm really grateful for that. And I'm excited to bring that energy into this next year. I have a few goals that I wrote down. I usually, I don't even know if I like do this for a new year, like a birthday. I do it obviously for a new year resolutions and such but usually not on my birthday I don't think maybe I do I don't know honestly it's pretty straightforward I want to continue to take care of myself my mind and my body doing what feels good for both of those things and working hard to maintain that I want to continue doing things that make me happy and I also just want to be where my feet are more I love that quote that is my favorite quote it's pretty self-explanatory it literally means what it says be where your feet are it's a little quote I like to tell myself to ground myself in the current moment be present where I'm at enjoy it know that that's the only thing that exists is that moment right now so that being said I think going into this year my biggest goal is to continue doing the things that feel good and I know that sounds super generic but that kind of covers everything I feel like the only big goal I have that has nothing to do with inner work or anything more a physical goal I want to buy a house I want to buy my first house I want to buy a house I'm going to buy a house I'm just gonna put it out there that is something I have wanted for so long to be able to do this and I I'm not gonna say I think I know this is gonna be the year that that happens so I'm really excited to do that. I don't know all the details quite yet, but I'll hash that out (laughs) later. I hope you enjoyed this little birthday special episode. Definitely check out the podcast Instagram. It's at mymindpod to stay up to date on episodes. When I need you guys to write in for advice sessions or story times, definitely 
stay on the lookout for that by keeping up with that. And I'm also going to be vlogging this weekend, which I'm really excited about. So stay on the lookout for a little YouTube vlog coming soon. On another note, it is so crazy to me that people listen to this podcast and don't follow me on other social medias. I think it's great. I think it's so cool. If you're one of those people, thank you for even being here. I feel like a lot of my listeners come from my other platforms just because this is my newest platform, but it's so cool that people just listen to the podcast. But I say this because I got a comment a few, like two months ago, someone commented on my YouTube video. They were like, I just found you on YouTube, but I've been listening to your podcast and it's so cool to actually see what you do and like what you look like and stuff. So that's just crazy to me. Anyway, the next time I talk to you, I will be 23. Woohoo. Super crazy. <laughs> Anyway, thanks for listening. I love you. I will talk to you next week. And that was everything on my mind. <laughs>